Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. There is a, a new term that's being thrown around by psychiatrists. Actually, one psychiatrist has uh, coined the term, but he says it's not an official diagnosis. But the term is cave syndrome. Okay. And this is where people have a, a real tough time, are nervous with the world opening back up again. Uh, some are just very anxious about being around people in general. So if you're dealing with any of that anxiety, and I think we've all got it on a certain level, some more than others. Uh, he says the best way to deal with it is to be mindful about specific things that are making you nervous and think about all the reasons you love going out before the pandemic, like concerts or dinner, uh, that type of thing. Mm. And then you'll eventually be able to uh, to get uh, through it. Some experts don't like the term, though. They say a little anxiety after a traumatic event is totally normal. So they don't want to create a stigma or suggest people have a syndrome or a disorder just because they're feeling nervous. Right, Nervous yeah. is a normal thing. Yeah, that's true. It's a normal feeling. Do you think you struggle with any cave syndrome? Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know about the cave syndrome, but I think, yeah, there's probably some... Some anxiety. I don't want what I wouldn't even call it anxiety. Just concern. Just a little concern. Well, and, and it comes with, you know, glad to see concerts coming back. Mm-hmm. Right. But if, you know, someone said, hey, tonight, you want to go? I'd mm. be like, well, I don't know yet. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've never loved being cramped in with right. that many people to begin with, shoulder to shoulder, elbow to elbow. Would you, you know? do a patio now? Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. That, that's, you know, it's opening up and, and and especially outdoors and would you, would you want to take it, me to dinner? It feels good. No, I would not. <laughs> no, even in the best no. times. You know, I'm like, socially distancing from you. <laughs> it's been a great benefit to this. Oh yes, yeah. We're gonna keep a lot of stuff in place. I'll tell you that. Uh, and of course, the pandemic has really stressed a lot of us out, which is understandable. But uh, thanks to vaccines, things are coming to an end. But some of the stress can still linger. Half of us say that during this pandemic, we've been so stressed that we've actually snapped at least once a week at a loved one. Right. Once a week. <laughs> Every 48 hours. Wow, that is what they admit to. Right. And only half admitted yeah. to that. Yeah. Yeah, there's been, I think, a lot of, I think with a lot of marriages, and especially if everybody's there and you got young kids, I'm sure there's been a lot of teeth grinding. Right. You know, oh, a, yeah. A lot of muttering under your breath. There's a lot of, a lot of houses that, <laughs> that felt really comfortable before that yeah. all of a sudden I, you know, look really small now. <laughs> <laughs> Where do all these people come yeah. from? Why, when I walk in this house now, does it feel so heavy? <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's the cave part yeah. of it. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Taking a lot of people taking the dog for a walk 20, 30 times a day. <laughs> Today's a great day. I know what you're having for lunch, maybe for dinner as well. French fries, as it's National French Fry Day. Oh, that is a good day. Yeah. It's our uh, second most popular food behind hamburgers. And it's also the second food people can't live without, second only to pizza. Okay. Is there a French fry you would crave? Every now and then, um, I love the uh, chip truck uh, fry, yeah. you know, in the big yellow container. There was a, a burger joint out in Brampton that I grew up on, and they had the best fries and gravy. Uh, fries and gravy. Uh, poutine has kind of overtaken that. But even high school fries. Remember your yeah. high school fries and gravy? Yeah. They were so flipping good. Mm-hmm. They're just that string fry, but a, they were good. thick diner gravy is what you need. Oh, on yeah. Diner fries were mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Our favorite fries are just the regular. 
then the curly, then the steak cut, the crinkle, and the waffle fries. Yeah. Yeah, like if you get like regular McDonald's fries, mm. fresh, mm-hmm. like hot and salty, ooh, they're good. They are good, and by far McDonald's is our favorite. Then Five Guys, then Wendy's, and Arby's. I do like a Wendy's fry, and I like the Curly's fries uh, at Arby's. Yes, well. very good. Yeah. The horsey sauce. You like the horsey sauce? You put that on the fries? I put it on everything. <laughs> on everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're taking the we have the meat statement a little too far. <laughs> and Five Guys. Now, and Five Guys is on the list as well as favorite fries. I don't know. I've had Five uh, Guys, but I just... That's <laughs> and it's that. <laughs> oh, sure, I've had five guys. <laughs> and all their fries. <laughs> all of them. Finish them right to the end. Uh-huh. But I haven't had five guys enough. <laughs> to <laughs> Still a weird statement. To judge. Yeah, gotcha. You know, so. <laughs> well, you good luck with that. Maybe I'll go have five guys today. <laughs> as it is French Friday. Um... There's something that's a, a big food thing these days. It's called the uh, Snickle. This is a uh, Snickers bar wrapped in a pickle. No, thanks. Yeah, no, I know. You'd be out. As soon as I read this, I thought, this is not something Lucky would eat. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Why and would you want to ruin a Snickers bar? It's a big TikTok thing these days. And uh, it's uh, some people are struggling, though. So you're supposed to uh, hollow out the inside of the pickle and then ram that... Uh, that Snickers inside of there, but some people are struggling with that, so they're cutting the dill pickle in half. Now they're just having like a dill pickle sandwich with Snickers in the middle. Yeah, I, I think I'd just take the Snickers. I mean, I'm, I love pickles, of course, and I'm fine with yeah, Snickers, but I think I, I too would avoid that. Like, who came up with that? And how high were they? Mm, very. You know, very. Hang on, let me take this Snickers and shove it in my pickle. <laughs> There's another thing I can add it. <laughs> what do you want to shove in your pickle, Lucky? <laughs> Make it the Halloween size, then. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and I mean, they're both edible on their own. Mm-hmm. Like, couldn't you just, you got two hands, have mm-hmm. a Snickers in one and a pickle in the other, if you really wanted to combine that flavor? It's very strange. I don't know. I'm not aboard. Um, like, I've never seen chocolate-covered pickles anywhere. I don't think that's a... Deep fried pickles. Doesn't seem like a thing, yeah. Uh, Drinking coffee, supposedly, might help you fight off uh, coronavirus. Uh, We should have maybe been hoarding our coffee beans more than toilet paper a year ago, but drinking a lot of coffee might lower your risk. Researchers looked at about 40,000 adults. And uh, those who drank at least one cup a day had a lower risk of COVID. Same with veggies. Up in your veggie count. Why can't we just up our red wine count? (laughs) Why can't red wine solve everything? (laughs) And then on the downside, people who eat a lot of uh, processed meats or meats in general have a higher risk. Right. It's just all diet. It comes down to your health. Yep. Yeah, just eating properly. But eating properly overall. Red wine tends to be the cause of more things than the cure. (laughs) Yeah, red wine ends up causing that Snickers (laughs) in the pickle. (laughs) And five guys. Um, And this summer alone, you will consume 39 scoops of ice cream. Is that it? Yeah. (laughs) Today. (laughs) Today alone. (laughs) 39 yeah. scoops. We we can't give it up. It's one of those things from childhood. Even adults say they still have an emotional response to ice cream, and especially when they hear that ice cream truck. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Although mine is kind of bitter now when I hear it. <laughs> well, because he goes in our neighborhood but doesn't come down our street. Oh. Which is probably a good thing for yeah. me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I remember that. Like, you know, Friday nights growing up, uh, you'd always come around when we were having, like, a family gathering, mm. and there'd be a, just a dart First to the wallet, yeah, 
and then uh, straight out to the car. I remember creamsicles being my go-to. Oh, I yeah? On the ice cream oh, truck. just a twist cone. Yeah, it's a tasty treat. I wonder how much they are these days. Maybe you don't want to know. Yeah, maybe you're glad he's not <laughs> coming down your street. <laughs> take a second mortgage for... Do, do they take credit? <laughs> uh, yeah. Is it still a cash... I assume it's probably still a cash-only business. You would but think so, yeah. If you're doing anything cash-only, you got to keep those rates low. Yeah, there always seems something a little shifty about that guy anyhow. I don't know. Not that I'm saying anything bad about the ice cream truck driver. <laughs> if you're raising your family on it, good on you. It just seems something a little weird. Uh, chocolate's our favorite, cookies and cream, and then vanilla, huh. our favorite ice cream. Really? We really are bland, eh? We vanilla. really are. All those flavors out there. And we want chocolate or vanilla. Yeah. Yeah, I'd hate to be uh, somebody behind the counter at Baskin Robbins. What, what, uh, what flavors you got? And you rhyme them all off. <laughs> I'll take a vanilla. <laughs> You'll take a kick in the pills. Yeah. I have some ice cream. Ten thousand people were asked how many meals they could make without looking at a recipe, and it's less than four. Okay. Yeah, I'm probably I'm pro- I'm. You know what? I cook every day, and there's things that I've made numerous times and i still have to go back to the recipe and follow it yeah i boy i i'm one that like always has to kind of get reassurance from the directions mm-hmm. and even things like, like you know like a box of craft dinner it's like <laughs> oh how much water does that need again <laughs> yeah, yeah like for some reason like it doesn't really matter it doesn't have to be exact uh but i'll, I'll still go back to it but for the most part like because i tend to do a lot of barbecuing uh, it's there's no recipe or directions to it. I just go mm. by feel for the most part. Yeah, like if you're um, you know preparing a, a full meal and doing like um, um, salads, sides, whatever it is, and a meat, I'll end up having like three windows open. And I'll be okay. How do I do the garlic and green beans? How do I do that? You oh, know? really? Oh yeah, the potato. Yeah, you I mean, don't just throw garlic in with green beans and that's mm, it. No, you got to say your prayers over it. <laughs> so I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> got to get the olive oil just right. Got to clean up the ends as a whole thing. Yeah, no, I... Uh, and the other thing, too, is funny with recipes is uh, as much as I do love to cook, I'm still fairly basic. Like, there's a lot of terms and, and, and stuff going on that I don't understand. You know, and I'll read and I'll say, okay, well, you know, warm that up, a slice this, a do that. And then it'll say, like, goosey-goo your eggs. I don't know. <laughs> You can't have Teddy on speed dial all the time. So, all right, on to another recipe. Are you precise when you follow? Like, if it says, I know, a cup of this, uh, a teaspoon, tablespoon, you'll you'll do exactly that? I was really bad. Maria used to get mad at me because it would say, like, a a, a pinch or it would say a half a teaspoon of some spice. Right. And I'd race off and spend $7 on a bag of spice that I'd never use again for that pinch, <laughs> you know. So she goes, you can just always substitute it. Now I'm, I do that a lot. Like I'm always on my phone going, all right, I don't have rice vinegar. What what, you know, what else can I use? Right. Whatever the case may be. But yeah, I, I'm really bad with it. I, I For whatever reason, probably because I'm drinking while I'm cooking. <laughs> so you substitute booze a lot. <laughs> a lot of wine. <laughs> a lot of wine going in my meals. It has been said for a long time that when you become a parent, you never stop being a parent, even when your children grow up. It's true. And for a variety of reasons. Uh, but one of them is uh, money. And uh, the average parent spending over four grand a year on their adult children. Wow. 
Yeah, that seems like a lot of dough for uh, for parents who are perhaps retired or at a certain point in their life where, oh, I don't know, they shouldn't have to be responsible financially for you anymore. <laughs> I now, mean, is this straight up spending on them or like like gifts that are that have? I mean, it's probably a bit of it. Uh, it's a whole variety gone of things. up in value. Yeah, they've helped. They're helping them out with groceries. I mean, maybe perhaps you got. Uh, You've got kids who have gone on to give you a bunch of grandchildren, so the grocery bill is expensive every month. So they help to kick in for that. They kick in for furniture. Uh, they'll buy stuff uh, for their grandchildren. You know, so for your kids, they'll pick up the tab on, say, like a, a new bicycle or paying for, you know, sports of some sort. Uh, they kick in for your monthly bills. Like if it gets to the point. I would think where I had to lean on my parents to help me buy groceries or pay bills every month. Yeah. Then I got to look at my own budget. Right. You know. Yeah. Certainly things happen sometimes. There's an emergency that comes up and you go to your parents and say, hey, can you lend me five grand or something? Uh, you know, whatever the case may be. Or we need a new car all of a sudden. Can you help me with a down payment? I mean, those things happen for sure. But usually that's also in a payback situation. Yeah. Like I would never go to my dad and say, hey, can you can you give me you know, five thousand as a down payment on a car, right? Well, and and I mean, I tend to go to my dad for advice mm. more in that category. Okay, well, you know, what are your thoughts on uh, leasing mm. versus financing, sure. or do I with a bank loan for that rather right. rather than just a handout necessarily? So you don't go and say, Dad, would you rather pick up the cost of the lease <laughs> yeah. or, or the loan? <laughs> well, which one are you more comfortable <laughs> spending on? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm more like, like, hey, are you ready to replace your car? Because if so, yeah. what's the buyout on the current one? Uh, vacations, you know, picking up the tab for family vacations. Now, that, that certainly has happened. I mean, I picked up the tab for a family vacation recently. Uh, not my father, but I guess sometimes parents will say, well, let's all go away together and, and we'll pay. Uh, cars, as you just mentioned. Right. Rent or mortgage. Again, you know. I can understand and I've seen where parents have given over a chunk of change, say, on your wedding day so that you can put it towards a down payment on a home. But again, if you can't meet your own mortgage payments every month, right. then it's really time to yeah. reevaluate. Uh, now, some, let me just say this. Some parents, and I know this is, um, this is a thing that's happening more and more, is that if they've got you know a lot of cash, they've got to, money to, to play with, they are giving it to their kids while they're alive. Yes. Because then you don't get all taxed and dinged on it down right. the road. Right? Yes, that's one one thing. And maybe uh, less fighting over stuff yep. uh, later on when, when things, uh, you know, when they've passed. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's this sentiment that, you know, you're supposed to, uh, to, to, to leave your kids better off or you, you want to give your kids a better start, mm. right? And so, you know, chunking down for a down payment on something like a, or paying for the wedding or a down payment on a, on a first house, you know, that's, you know, this feeling that I should be giving my kids mm. a better start than what I had, right? Or, or trying to give them the best possible. Mm. And there's a lot of it, I think, have to do with, again, these social media and these other social pressures mm. that we feel, hey, so-and-so are buying their kids, you know, Matching SUVs. Maybe, right. Should we be looking at something like that? Um, you know, in our household, you know, we've always done something called grandparents' prerogative. I mean, and, and I guess it's different when they became grandparents. Right? I, I kinda, that's an easy out to get your dad to pay for things. Well, no, but, but, <laughs> but that's different things, right? right? Like, you know, for instance, like my kids' hockey, I would never go to my parents and say, hey, you know, 
you foot the bill for mm. uh, for the ice time here? This is getting a little expensive. Mm. No, I'd have to reassess what we're doing as a mm. family if it came to that. Now, you know, when it comes to, you know, my parents will say, what what do the kids want for their birthday? What do they need? Well, it's mm. a new bike. Okay, mm. they're going to buy that. And, they, you know, if they want to spoil their grandkids like that, then that's that's cool and that's mm. fine, right? But, but, yeah, you have to... I guess reassess things. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm my monthly bills mm. every month, I'm falling short, and uh, and I'm going to my parents for that. Mm. One, it's embarrassing, and, and, and sure two, you know, I'd have to, you know, I would feel guilty then. You know, if I'm ordering pizza tonight mm-hmm. and saying, well, well, I asked my mom to pay for my groceries, right. but I'm going and eating out when, yeah. and when they might not be. They're funneling you a thousand bucks a month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, it, certainly, I mean, times are tougher and it's, you know, the salaries have not gone up as much as the cost of living has gone up. So I understand all of that. It, you know, it seemed to me, too, that at some point you have to cut those strings because, you know, it just, yeah, from your own self-esteem, your own self-worth. You know, leaning on your parents for things as you've uh, gone into your 30s, 40s or beyond is is a bit of a problem. We're at that transitional stage with our kids where, you know, they're they're both now fully out there working full time and doing all of that. And so things like cutting off the cost of their, you know, their cell phones that we used to pick up or paying for this, that or the other thing, insurance on cars when they were, you know, doing all of that. You you start to say, okay, well, enough of this and enough of that, you know, at some point. And listen, it's going to come to the point where I'm going to. I have to lean on them because <laughs> Daniel is to the point where I think he's making more money than I am anyhow. Everyone loves small victories. You know, stuff that, uh, like discovering money on the ground outside or getting a great parking spot as someone is leaving. Uh, being able to leave work early. We These are the things that, you know, really liven up our day. Right. Uh, but we even seem to supposedly enjoy the small wins of others. You know, if uh, somebody comes to work and say, you're not going to believe what happened to me, blah, blah, blah. We actually supposedly enjoy the successes of others. Oh, BS. Yeah, totally. (laughs) No way. Okay, you know, it's like... We're happy for them for a second and and we're jealous. Oh, yeah. But I guess it depends on where they are in life or what we perceive they've already received. You know, like when you'll read something about somebody winning a lottery... And you'll find out that, you know, they had nothing or they've been, you know, struggling for whatever reason. You go, okay, good, good for them. I'm glad they want it. You know, I would like it to be me, but okay. But then when you read about somebody who already, oh, they retired with a full pension of this, that, and the other thing. And they win a lottery at like 75 years of age. Right. You're just like, oh, screw them and their kids. <laughs> because you know now those those... Forty-something-year-old kids of theirs are going to relish in all of that, right? So, if you have somebody you work with or a friend that you perceive already has enough in life, and something goes their way, you're like, "Well, screw you! Mm. You, You've got enough, right? You know, your luck shouldn't include this as well. (laughs) You've used up your luck quota." Uh, But there's uh, things that we uh, we really do—the little victories for ourselves—that make us uh, enjoy the day a little more. Little things, too, like fresh bedding at the end of the day. You know when you put fresh sheets in your bed? Yeah. And you're like, oh, this feels good. Adrian talks about that. It is. Like, it like does a, feel a, good. A clean sheet day. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. oh, the laundry, oh it's, it, it feels good. I'm like, yeah. yeah, all right. Well, the bed, usually when I lie down, the bed feels good no matter what. <laughs> well, whenever Maria, because she'll do that, too. She'll say, oh, it's you know great to put the fresh sheets on, and I'll go, let's make a mess of them, baby. <laughs> Get away. Never works. Get away. 
uh, getting a surprise pay raise. I, I don't know. I've never, I've <laughs> what's, never, what's that? Never felt that. <laughs> I guess any raise is a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> getting an extra hour of sleep uh, when a favorite song comes on the radio. Like it doesn't take much. No, you know. Uh, remembering to cancel a subscription before the free trial ends. <laughs> getting a free cup of coffee. Dropping a glass without it breaking. Poaching an egg successfully. Okay. See? The bar, way low. That's low. Yeah. Yeah. But if uh, somebody pulls into work in their high-end sports car after leaving their $1.2 million home and says, you're not going to believe it. You don't believe what happened to me. <laughs> Got free gas yeah. on the way in. <laughs> that's right. Oh, I hope you broke your leg. That's what, that's what I hope <laughs> happened to you. Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.